Triple M Breakfast, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Black Friday sale. Get 10% off store-wide. Exclusion supply. Sale ends Sunday the 26th of November. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello podcasters, happy Friday. It might not be Friday when you're listening to this, but it's Friday when we're recording it. So, Donna. Hey, you going, sweetie? Happy Friday. Thank you. Text us anytime, 0484101045. That's what Neil from Birkdale did, Margot, regarding Awesome 80s Friday, where we play all 80s tunes. I love it. Hey, guys, happy Friday. Yeah, we've done How that. How you going, sweetie? Happy Friday. Unfortunately, today is my Monday, and there's nothing better than your favourite song of all time popping up on Awesome 80s Friday. Thanks for playing. Raspberry Beret. Oh, that'll do me. That will fairly she do me. She wore a Is this a piss take? No. no. Real text. When you said never play that song again, we genuinely got Neil texting in saying, this made his morning. Where is it? Poor Mitch. We gave him a little bit of severance pay, but we sacked him on the spot for putting that song in today. Seen Prince live. Could be the best gig I've ever seen live. Genuine. Ooh. He is f- a fin was was I think he's f- dead. Fentanyl, I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, allegedly, whatever. He's dead. Uh, he was a phenomenal. No. Nah. He could. How did he die? Was it fentanyl? I think so. I think so. Terrence, allegedly, Terence Trent Derby was more my. Oh, what it is. It's on your name across my heart. Is that it? I want you, you to, to be my baby. baby. Yeah, cool. I bet you Neil would love Terrence Trent Derby too. You know who I love? Who? <laughs> Um, Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean, what does he do? Oh, get out of my dreams. Get my out of my dreams. And into my, my car. Bet you Neil would love that too. Trying to bring the mood down. Yeah. Prince. Still only alive. Fi- only 57. Was now, he? that'd be bringing the mood up. Yeah. Uh, accidental drug overdose Ooh, of fentanyl. Accidental. Well, that's what happens. Kids don't do drugs. Yeah. Is fentanyl, what's that one? Opioid. We really need to tidy ourselves up next year. There has been a lot of drug and alcohol reference at the back end of the show last year. So when we come back this year, year. really got to tidy it up, all right, Mm. gentlemen? It's been a total clown show. (laughs) Especially Dan's uh, accusations, Mardo, of Mm. you and your marijuana use. Now, it's we all know outrageous. that you're not a bong kind Fritz of guy. This test no. has surprisingly <laughs> come back negative. I bloody knew those ginger beers were not alcoholic. Damn it. Now, so we're just going to do a test for marijuana. Poor oh, bugger that. See, that's not funny. It's Mardo on RBT. We that's all know that Mardo doesn't use a bong. He eats gummies mm. and brownies. Only, listen, only for pain relief. <laughs> yeah. and, you have and a script. And it's sanctioned by my Absolutely. doctor. If you played as much football as I did and spent as much time building up ladders and on I mean, I'm pain, in pain. pain just looking at your oh, knees. No. Can I apologise, Mark? <laughs> do you want to get me? On your oh, do you want to get me? Yeah, I want to say sorry for accusing you of smoking bongs Thank you. when you actually eat lots and lots of I don't THC. Eat 
THC gummies. gummies. That, and cookies. That's Brownies. my bad. The bong was too far, and I'm sorry for saying that. Mm. And can I have a cookie, please? You've discredited mm. his image. How dare you? Microdosing. Be very careful. Oh, what about your friend who microdosed um, on five cookies the other well, day? Well, she was an idiot. CBD oil. <laughs> it's a yeah. macro It's lovely, see? It's, yeah. My dad takes it for his arthritis. Mm. I haven't had a Working seizure. Working wonders. I've not had a seizure. <laughs> Ever. Well, never. Ever. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. We should wrap up Schoolies Week before the week's out. Oh, it finishes today. Oh, today or tomorrow. tomorrow or whatever. And, and, and early in the week Oof. they were outstanding. Remember that kid who he, he wasn't sure what was going on? What time did you go to bed? Oh, about... I haven't actually slipped. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to lie for half a second. Yeah. And went, no, I'll be no, honest. His brain I'm didn't too, work. I'm too tired. They've been a bit soft. There was that other fellow that said, "Oh, I think I'm going to need a few days off to recover." Oh, I had, had one big night. Oh, and I need a couple. On, mate. Off. Come on, mate. Even I did two nights in a row on the weekend, and I'm forty. I, I should be able to find him. Uh, Here we go. Are you ready to do it all again? All again? I don't know about that. A couple of days break might be worth it. Oh, oh thanks, Granddad. <laughs> Anyway, we shouldn't. What? Hey, listen, the story I have heard, because I've got nephew, I've got godsons down there, la la la. Um, hearing there's not as many people, a lot uh, didn't turn up. They're now showing a. Uh, Dispersing. They're showing a little bit of individuality rather than all just going down like sheep down the Gold Coast and wasting money. I know our place at Morton's got a uh, little group of schoolies there, and I have, I'm going over to check today how many walls oh, have been broken. Totally. Or... Am I allowed to say she's a beautiful ballerina, apparently, Marto, you said? Yeah, so she should be pretty quiet, her and her mate. Tame? She, oh, who knows? Oh, you've got to watch those ballet who girls. Knows? I've been on a few ballet camps. Oh. They get pretty wild. Short-sheeting the bed was but, a thing. But I just want to tell you... Re- <laughs> One of the girls broke her ankle. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> what? Falling out of bed? <laughs> she short-sheeted the bed and she what? broke her ankle. What's short-sheeting? When they double the sheet over. And then it doesn't oh. go the full... Doesn't go the full. Length. Oh, well, you, mm. you, well, you, you dance sure are Ouija wild. boards, <laughs> glad wrapping the toilet seat. No. <laughs> Smirnoff blacks are a thing with young girls and dancing. So there's just a, like, there's a site called I Got Bogged at Morton Island. Uh, a lot of people will know it. There's a fair few members. But there's been a kid over there this week in his mum's. He took his mum's Captiva. Oh, no. Captiva, Not off-road. All-wheel drive. Uh, apparently there was a note. She said you can take it to schoolies. He didn't know where she where he was going. Apparently, he you can take it to schoolies. Just don't take it off road. Morton Ryland is well. The whole thing is seriously four wheel drive territory. He's been bogged apparently approximately fourteen times. Oh. His mates have been dragging him out. He took his mum's Captiva, and I've just seen the final photo. They call him Captiva Boy. <laughs> Because he's pulling up like at the shop near my joint, pulling up at the oh. gutter bar down the other oh end of the aisle. He's been bogged in the middle road. He's been bogged every place. Oh. Captiva boy, the final photo was him on the bar just sitting on the bonnet going, Made me, it me home. and the Captiva got there. No, the final photo was uh, on a truck being towed oh, off the bar. No. Oh, no. Rusted out. So those boys, yeah, he, and everyone said, listen, get off his back. All the Karens were up him, but everyone said, get off his back. They're not taking drugs or no. drinking or anything. They're just, just driving around. He's getting, not hurting anyone bogged. but himself and anyone that has to bog him out. <laughs> no, mate of mine. It's, oh, God. But they didn't mind. Everyone said it's funny. It is funny. People like pulling other people out because it gives them content for social media. It makes them feel good media. about themselves yeah. too, that they've helped someone. Oh, yeah, look what I did. Can we run it by just schoolies who aren't, I don't care about down the coast. What are they doing? There's schoolies doing other things out here, there, maybe helping communities. Some my, have probably gone to work. My 13-year-old daughter said to me yesterday, yeah. Mum, I heard Fiji's really good for schoolies. And oh, I was like, geez. don't even get any ideas. No way, Jose. She's trying to get an overseas trip out Mum, I hear a Paris is amazing in November. Maybe yeah. when I no, finish school. Tell her barley. 
Bali. Are there yeah. any schoolies going well, to Bali? The condition though must be though. If she's going to Bali for schoolies, I've got to come with her, right? Oh, yeah, they, no, they call Could be that a mother daughter trip. We could take all the mums and all the they girls. They'd have more. They'd have a more fun schoolie. if we were there, I reckon. Uh, Helicopter parenting. Yeah. What are you doing different for schoolies, or what are you hearing about, Warren? We've got time for a call here in Manly West. What have you heard about? Uh, my daughter went up to Whitsundays. Oh, they fun. Had a yacht. They yeah. had, I think five nights on the yacht. Jet skiing, diving, and drinking. Beautiful. How good. Hopefully none so of them good. were driving the boat. They obviously had a captain, Warren. No, but you can... No, it's not, I don't know how it works. They've got... Yeah, they, they're on the boat on their own. I yeah. think they get a, a charter. Someone takes them out, kind of drops them out there. Beautiful. And they, they, they like, stay on the boat. Yeah, That's like, fun. Last time we did that, there's probably someone with a little bit of sailing experience, but they go... Now, if you sail before, you just go, yeah, yes. and then they do a little test for a while, and they go, you seem to be right. Here's a $400,000 boat. See you in a week. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Margo and Dan on Triple M. Righto, hit it. Uh, so let's go. Tomorrow night. Let's go. Yeah, the prelim. 6.45 at home. BHA, Brighton Homes Arena in Springfield. It's a big congratulations to Bell Doors, Lions AFLW player joining us right now. Congrats, Bell. I believe this week named in the 22, under 22, the best 22 under 22 years of age, my friend. Oh, thank you so much. I was like, congrats. I'm like, what for? But yeah. That, you forget. That yeah. Well, I did. No, that <laughs> the was Richie, awesome. ben- Richie Benno team, I think they call it. 22. Oh, no, Bell's too young to know who Richie Benno is. Yes, I literally I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We knew you'd make it into the uh, best 22 under 22, Bell. Were you surprised or was it something that you were expecting? Um, well, I've made the squad like for a few years now. So to make the team, I'm like, finally, my last year of being 22. Yay. I did it. So it was good. <laughs> Bell, where? I watched your kicking style the other day. Very good off the boot. Where did you learn to kick? Do you have a brother or the old man? Nah, um, kind of taught myself, but I've been doing some wow. work with enhanced footy on the sunny coast, hey. and I, I love a good kicking technique. It's actually like my little my Roman Empire, as they call it these days. Powerful you know? diff too. Yeah, yeah you got a good diff on you. Diff hey. and legs. Oh, tiny but mighty. Tiny but mighty. Tiny but mighty. You just had a great moment there because you didn't know Richie Benno, but you've dropped Roman Empire on us, Bill, which is a mm. meme the kids are doing. I bet Mardo doesn't. I have no it. idea what it means, no Bill. So we're even now. We're even. No, but I'd like you to explain. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know. It's something like you're obsessed with. I used to live in Rome for a couple of years. <laughs> I used to follow it around and go, imagine if you were one of their warriors, yeah, one of the... Uh, I used to go and sit oh, at no, the... no, Belle, we've okay, got him started. Okay, don't start. We're going into a story. We're going in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, how did you watch that game, Geelong play Melbourne last weekend? And oh, uh, I was cheering, yeah. A few of the girls, we all got, a, got together and we're watching it and we were going for Geelong. Obviously, yeah. Melbourne beat us last year, so there's a bit of rivalry. Yeah. Um, and now we've re-watched them play again and now we're not going for them, you know? So it's a weird we odd one, Bill. Well, now you're playing them. Yeah, because of the yeah. short season in the AFLW, though, because it's growing, we're getting the game bigger and bigger. You actually haven't played Geelong this year, but oh. you're going to meet them in the prelim, which is a strange yeah. one, isn't it? We haven't played them since about three seasons ago, so yeah. it's been a while. Their team's changed, our team's changed, so it's, it's a bit exciting, the Battle of the Cats. Bill, can I ask? I saw a girl, one of the girls on Jenny, uh, the an Irish girl on the other night. I hadn't really seen much of her. What's her name? Jenny? Is it Je- Jen- Jennifer Dunn? Yep. Jennifer Dunn. But there's another Irish bird. Where are these Irish? What's the story with them? Um, they're just elite runners. I don't know what they feed them over there, hey. and they just transitioning from Gaelic to AFL. They're just hey. freaks. It's great. Potatoes, Bill. What That's what they do in Ireland. So they, these girls over there, yes. they're kicking around footies. How are they going when they come over here and they see the the, um, the the oval ball? Are they all right? At the start, it's a little bit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then they just pick it up. You know what I mean? They just pick it up so fast. And sometimes they don't know what they're doing. So it makes the old pro just be like, 
well, we don't know what they're, they're doing either. So oh. it kind of worked out, you know? You're great, Belle. We love chatting to you. We love your enthusiasm, mate. Go well. Yeah, get Thanks, into guys. it. Tomorrow, 6.45 p.m. Get it done against the Little All Cats. Right. Better see you there. Better see you there. All right, hey, Belle. Yeah. Have a think about the Roman Empire tonight. Google Richie Benno. <laughs> Do your oh, homework. I'll watch it. Yeah, I will. Thanks, <laughs> we'll, guys. I'll we'll, next time. We'll talk to you next week when you're the big dance, all right? Let's go. Triple M Breakfast. And in and around Mato's party hole, hole 17 at the PGA Royal Queensland Golf Club. You can get your tickets at Ticket Tech or win them with us. Like I said, 10 past eight. They are now going to be three-day passes, of course, Margot, for you and a mate, because yesterday, first day in the history books. Looks like I missed out on a great day. I was a little bit, had a bit of FOMO in the group chat, Mm, you two hanging out without me. And Alex, our producer, he's out there too. And your mates, Andy... Pete, Pete, Daz, I'm yeah. tight with them now as well. That's true. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, listen. Why did you yeah. weigh no, no, in tomatoes friend oh, No, Dan came out. So I wasn't actually going with Triple M. I get out there with yeah. these mates. Yeah, um, yeah, they'd yeah. paid for it, you know, la, la, la. And we were la, la, la and then Dan said, oh, g'day, yeah. just on his own. Mm. Loser. Yeah. And then Pete's by an the end of the day. I'm going to do some building for him. You said He's pesty behaviour, but yeah. on the drink, even pestier. Oh, wow. We've never had a drink. That's glorious. It's a glorious, glorious. Uh, moisture's gone, but there's still a lot of people with an appetite for uh, golf. A little bit of moisture about when I walked in. Have you dried it up? Well, we, you t- put a towel we down? toweled everything down. Yeah. Are you happy with the ratio in your hole? There's a lot more men here than women. It's a real sausage forest here. It's that sort of day where all men, there hasn't been a fight, no one's been arrested. So, so far, in my books, that's a successful arbor. It's like schoolies this year, isn't it? Schoolies. Oh, yeah. Soft. Tell you what, the music in your hole is loud. Now, I'm a lot older than you. I've asked eight times to turn that music down. <laughs> I was a pain in the ass, Margaret. Yeah, do, 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 all day. How is your party oh, no. hole? You were sheepish to sit down good. on the uh, chair this morning, sore? Oh, you're all right. <laughs> no, no problem. She means some standing up too much. Do you need a donut? We, we were drinking, gambling, and heckling professional athletes. Yeah. It Incredible. was magnificent. He was yelling out custard arm at one stage. Never and... up, never in. Yeah. It was your husband play, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> there was a bit of that gear going on to professional golfers. And that made me suspicious about what had been going on. What because we were drinking some beers. There were ginger beers, consumed alcoholic ginger beers too. Oh, my too. God. They, uh, they get you, don't no, they? No, I don't like them. But then his chat got a little bit oh. weird, and he seemed to be oh. eating a lot of party pies in the party Ooh. hole and then I noticed something. What are you carrying on with? Though. So I just noticed you've got an empty Powerade bottle in front of you. If you were thinking of turning that into a bong, the smoking area <laughs> is outside and to the right, okay? I've been warned about your behaviour. No, I've asked security to remove you three times so far. <laughs> I saw you tampering with a garden hose before. <laughs> What a pest. <laughs> what you a pest. Such a pest. Hey, what how about pest. that poor bloke? What uh, poor bloke? The bloke in the smoking area. Did you see oh. what happened? Oh, one. Have you read this story this morning, Mark? Friend of the show. No. Fella in the smoking area. Bleep. Not Marto. No, 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 friend of the show. Passed away yesterday. It was really good. Lovely golf. And here we are oh. at the PGA on the approach to the green on the ninth hole. And it seems a spectator is breaking the no smoking rule. Hey, mate. Have you got a light? <laughs> he appears to be... Smoking a Winfield Blue. I just want to see a hole in one before I die. Oh! Oh, There it is! We promised you an ace, and Chase Katka has delivered! Poor Brian. He's the bloke who ended up on the Siggy pack. Not again. I know. Brian died. How many times this this week has Brian died? Every day. Too many. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. 
Motto, Margo, and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Motto, Margo, and Dan. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for their Black Friday sale. 10% off store-wide okay. sale starts today. It's Black Friday. It ends on Sunday, though. Some exclusions apply. Uh, well, you, I thought you were going to mention that, and that's why I want to talk about Black Friday. It's I almost said, like we planned it. Well, no. Well, we didn't plan it, but uh, Margot, the other day, you suggested the Black Friday sale was related to the bubonic plague. We never apologise <laughs> for that absolutely hey, hey, hey. factual nonsense. Anything I ever say is always open to interpretation, all right? Interpretation. Same. Can I borrow okay. that rule as well, please? All right. So <laughs> it is not Black Friday. You suggested the other day was somehow Linked to the bubonic plague and the black plague, and <laughs> therefore <laughs> that is not true. Well, That's I apologize. what Wikipedia told okay. me. But listen, in reality, Black Friday. What did we work out? Accountants, it's today. Accountants yeah. were trying to drum up a bit of what? bit of action before it's the, like the Melbourne before Cup, the end right? of the year. It's on a Tuesday. Yeah. Thanksgiving's on a Thursday every year, so there's this weird dicky day in yeah. the middle. Like in Victoria, it's the Monday before Melbourne Cup. In yeah. America, it's the Friday after Good Thanksgiving, so everyone takes it, it and off. And they have their Boxing Day. It it's like starts- our. Boxing Day it kickstarts stuff. their Christmas sales. Yeah. No one comes to work, and they they called it Black Friday because no one turned up. It was almost like they were sick, and they had the black plague. That's the and point. that yeah. it's starting to really go. Yeah. Catholics, I mean, you know, I don't do shops and stuff. Do Bunnings have a Black Friday? I was Everyone has one. Sure. Sure. Just check sure. Bunnings Black Friday. I mean, Chemist Warehouse has the lowest prices already, and even they're doing an extra ten percent off. So I'm sure Bunnings yeah. would be doing the same thing. Everyone's getting off. Uh, sponsored top of Google Black Friday at Bunnings. Oh. Don't miss Black Friday. Bunnings is so disappointing <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Everyone's just being sheep with this thing. But did you see what Interpilly Shopping Town were doing? God, it's been a long time since I went there. Oh, trying to get you girls in. Have a listen to some of this. This is the Sophie's Spritz Bar, a pop-up bar at Indro that's offering free drinks and canapes to shoppers who have spent more than $150 on their sales. There's also a gelato cart upstairs giving free scoops of gelato to customers who have spent any amount of money. Come back in here, Margot. Oh, she's already gone. Margot looked like a meerkat then. Every time they <laughs> mentioned that, she got higher. Free drinks. Gel- free drink. what? I can buy stuff drinks. and get free drinks. She nearly floated yeah. away to Indrapilly. Oh, funny. <laughs> funny. Have, can, Why just... is Indrapilly again? <laughs> it's out west. I'm going. <laughs> that is it. Just quickly, this is gone. This stupid that this is happening. Look, we're not America, but this is occurring. They are expecting a very big, busy day tomorrow. New research commissioned by Indrapilly Shopping Centre finding that one in ten shoppers are taking an annual leave just to take advantage of the sales. Turn it oh up. Oh, my Lord. 10% of our population are taking, taking a, day a day off, off. to go shopping. <gasps> and Margo, what a brilliant idea. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Just for being here today, Margo. Well done. Look, I've put in a good hour well and a half. Yeah, yeah, you better go. Work. Off you go. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast's RBT game. Margot, Marto, you've heard Wayne. If you've just joined us, have a think about whether Wayne on an alcohol test. Yeah, alcohol, Remember, righto, righto. alcohol test only will be over or under. In Melton, 25-year-old Wayne is on a munchies mission after a day on the cones. I'm going to say negative to alcohol. Yeah, I'm saying 0.02. It's very abrasive, the word cones. Oh, no, no. Day as well, yeah. whole day. Poor day. At the end of the day, if you're stupid enough to break the law, you're stupid enough to cop the consequences. That's it. Oh, he's drunk. Okay, the result of the test has come back negative. Oh, You've been yes. given a bit of a lucky break there. 
Lucky break. But no, why didn't they make him do the lickety, lickety stick? They might not have had one on them because uh, they're different things. I don't know if his saying was as catchy, though, if you're stupid enough to do uh, This one's way better. Doing adult crime, you've got to do the adult time. That right. bloke. He would have been pissed. positive. <laughs> okay. uh, can I introduce you to Adam? Please? Yes, please. Hello. What's going on? Oh. I'm uh, dropping a homeless guy off that I found down the street. Oh. I was actually just here to drop him off and go. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. That's drunk behaviour. Yeah, yeah, Who that, sees a drunk person, a homeless person, and decides they're just going to pick them up and drop them somewhere? A drunk person. Mm. I'm going to say yeah, positive. Yeah, you're right. Can you have a listen to his voice cracking again? Is he really nervous? Hello, what's going on? I'm uh, dropping a homeless guy off that I found down the street. I was actually just here to drop him off and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get that. Could be, could be a good Samaritan type thing, but I'm going to say drunk behaviour, positive. Uh, no, I want to see the better side of um, humanity, of humanity mm. and I'm saying he's sober. That's cute. Maybe he could have had a drink. It's, it's 0.05, remember? Well, when I'm out in the valley, I only donate money to the homeless people when I've been drinking okay. too much. All right, guys. All right. Thank you. Sober. 165. 165, you think? Guessing. There you go. Not as bad as... Uh, 8, 9. Not as bad as... Not even thought. as high as I thought, no. no. Oh, still, as high as I thought. I was he guessing his own high-range drink driving? He's still over. He's still going to lose your life. What about his guess, 165? I reckon I'm going to blow that. Yeah. That means he's piss fit. Yeah. All right, one more here. So we were discussing the party hole earlier today at the golf mm. yesterday. There were ginger beers being consumed. Marto was annoyed at me, by the way, because he's like, are these ginger beers got alcohol in them or what? I'm like, it's the alcohol of ginger beers, mate. Well, I didn't know that. I've never been drunk. Bizarre behaviour of you, Greg Martin, by the way, to drive home when you live in <laughs> Ascot renting and the golf's in Eagle Farm. It's not that far. Greg has spent all day at the party hole at the golf drinking. With his friends. Sir, have you consumed any beers today? Oh, 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 oh no, no actual beers. Maybe a ginger beer or two. All right, sir, blow into this. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to say positive by heat. I'm going to say I got lucky. His name was Lucky, drove me home. This is not a true episode, but I'm going to say really pissed. Greg's test has surprisingly come back negative. Oh. I bloody knew those ginger beers were non-alcoholic. <laughs> Damn it. Now, so we're just going to do a test for marijuana? Oh, bugger that. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan with you. It's time to welcome into the studio a man comes. who captured the imaginations of Australians. He ran across Australia from Cottesloe to Bondi Beach and now he's delivering us. Not quite the reception he's used to. Chalky milk, thank you, sir. Nice coffee. What's this? How are we doing, guys? Yeah, good, mate. I mean, it's not the 10,000 people that welcomed you back into Bondi. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's the three of us idiots. There was a few there, wasn't there? Welcome to the studio. How are you, bud? just a special, just a special. Ah, I'm good. Never yeah. been better. Ned, we're aware of the running and well done. Congratulations, thank mate. You. Running heap, raising heaps of money for um, deserving charity, mental health. No, nope. mobilised homelessness. Homelessness, that's Close. right. Yes. Um, what's going on with this, though? Ned's chalky milk. Tastes good, does good. Every bottle gives back. What's happening here? Well, uh, yeah, every day of the run across Oz, I uh, was obviously burning so many calories. And when I would finish a day, I got that sick of eating. I was burning like 12,000 calories a day. Uh, and the only thing that really like went down a treat was a chalky milk. Um, and obviously the a run across Oz has an effect on your body. You need every probably two years in between to recover. 
Uh, so how do you keep giving back? Like how do you keep raising money? And that's why I did the chalky milk because I, you know, synonymous with what I do, but also uh, every bottle gives back. So yeah, that's what's going on with the chalky milk and hey. iced coffee. Why chalky milk though? Like as a sustenance in between the running, like energy oh, drinks, Gatorade, Hydrolytes, protein drinks. Like there's so many options. Yeah. Why chalky milk? It is like there's so much research coming in from the states as well, just like on the ability to uptake, you know, calcium, protein, sugars straight in. It's the best form of reuptake of any nutrients you can have is a chalky milk straight after yeah, workout. right. You know when you're a tradie, so you're a sparky, did you used to have one of them in the morning with a sausage roll or anything? Unfortunately, I had way too many and I got yeah. a bit plump. That's probably why I started running. Is that the motivation yeah. for the run? Yeah, well, it's actually why I started. About three years ago, I was like a bit overweight and so I started running to lose a bit of weight. You know that bloke, he was yeah, parliamentarian, Pat Carroll, who ran around, he ended up running around Uluru when he finished. I think he ran around the whole of Australia. No, uh, you, Carol. you didn't know mate, anything about him because you overshone. All these other people were trying to do runs everywhere <laughs> and no one knows anything about any Pathetic. of them because of you. Nah, you feel I, bad? I'm not trying to overshine anyone. I'm just trying to be me. I've, uh, everything I've ever done is because I want to do it. I want to do hard things because when you do hard things, you overcome adversity, you become a better person in the process and I've always just wanted to give back because I know that if you do hard things and you give back, you're going to have a very fulfilling life. So regardless of who sees it or who doesn't, yeah. I'm still going to be me uh, and I'm still going to Well, what's me. next? Uh, I've got plenty on the horizon. Any more physical challenges? Of course, because there's nothing like the, the time and the, the fulfilment I get from doing those. Wow. Like all these amazing things, the book, the milk, they're all really cool. I love them and I'm so gra- grateful for them. But there's nothing like the life I get to live in those moments. You've got to get back in the furnace. But tell us about putting the body back together after the run that you did, the recap. You mentioned two years. Has it been 12 yeah. months? Uh, it's been, yeah, about 14 months. Yeah. So yeah. How, how are you going now? How's everything feeling coming back together? Good as gold, man. Good as gold. I'm ready. Milk sorted you out. I'm on fire. Yeah, I've been pounding a bottle of Neds every day. Um, did you do a run this morning at Kangaroo Point? We did. We had about, uh, well, I don't know, bubble numbers, but about 700 people rock up. So it was oh, pretty... Uh, at 4 a.m.? Yeah. So, so will it be running again, Ned, you're thinking? Or will you go a different direction, put your body through some sort of different challenge? Can you reveal anything? Where I've, got a, uh, I've got a pull-up world record I'm going for in March. Um, chin-ups? Yeah, no pull-ups. Pull yeah. Chin-ups, that way, pull-ups, that way. Um, yeah, the 24-hour record in March. It did, now, you uh, must be aware of David Goggins. The, yeah, uh, so yeah. Now, did he do something like He had a push-up record. He's an ultra-marathon. He, so he was pull-up. But he, he's about 4,000 short of the record. So, oh. well, Wasn't there one of the Ironmen, the surfing Ironmen, who did it? The Kane Eckstein. Oh, it was Kane Eckstein. Yeah, but he did the eight. Um, a guy this morning was actually down at the run. He has it, 8,600. Yeah, he's a local fella. Gary Lloyd, copper. Yeah. Yeah. What? Shout-out to him. He was down there. He got the uh, baggy cream. We give out a... A hat every uh, every run. <laughs> um, as like a, there's no real way to win it. It's just like show up, bring the energy, and if you're a good person, you'll probably you'll probably win it. So it's hard to pick out of 700 people, but someone who can do 8,600 pull-ups in 24 hours. How many pull-ups can it. you do without stopping? Like, oh, without like just 30? one set. Yeah, I could get 30 out for sure. Um, but the. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing every minute on the minute. Did a six-hour session the other day, which was two and a half thousand. Hey, so. listen, I've, I've, while we've been talking, I've drunk <laughs> half that bottle. Where, where do you get it? Because that's really nice. Uh, our dear friends at Woolworths have stocked it, so get okay. down there. And if you can't find it, it's probably either because it's sold out or it's not on the shelf yet, but uh, go ask them for it. Get into them. Rip in. One of the show sponsors, Woolworths, so I mean, sweet. Whilst being a milk baron uh, and living your best life, you yep. want to raise $10 million for Mobilise. Tell us about that. Yeah, so as I said, you know, every... The more you give back, the more fulfilling it is. Not for you, but for everyone else, because they then have the ripple effect of doing good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, every bottle will give back. Hopefully, we raise ten million before the next run, and then we can go again and again and again. And we're already seeing in real time uh, people getting off the street through Mobilizer's work. So, what was really the fun. hardest thing about running across Australia? Um, 
having to wake up and doing something you didn't want to do every single day. You know, waking up, you haven't slept, you've still got three and a half thousand K to go. It's windy. There's 50 K an hour headwinds. It's raining. And you've got to get up. You got to, your, your feet are cooked, your knees are cooked, your brain's cooked, and you have to wake up and run another 100K. Like, knowing you have to do that is <laughs> Most like, of our listeners do that for work yeah, every day just job. to get up and go to their oh, jobs that they hate. Um, you know, the couch to 5K type thing is generally, you know, a goal for most people. Yours yeah. was, uh, I'm a bit overweight, I'm going to run across Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, like, a bit in between that, but yeah. Yeah, what was the mental mindset? Like, where did that fortitude change from you from going from who you were to where you are now? I just... Didn't want to waste this awesome opportunity we all have. A lot of us have these amazing opportunities and we just sit there and wait for stuff to land in our lap. It's like I wanted to just go, no, we've got this here. Why aren't you going for it? Why aren't you making the most of it every single day? Um, And then it just evolved and I just kept layering like brick on brick on brick and I started like religiously waking up at 4 a.m. Then I added on eating well. Then I added on training hard. And then all of a sudden I'm like, where does this end? Where can I go with this? And then, yeah, it just it's evolved. And then I sell myself the price tag of getting across the country on foot and it's like I'm willing to pay whatever that is. And mm. that was uh, how I got there in the end. Ned, is, is part of it telling people? As in when you vocalise... accountable. That's right. So think, when you tell people, I'm going to run across Australia, they look at you, yeah. but now it's out there, right? Well, there's part of that. I think you have to accept what it is going to be before you make yourself accountable. But once you've done that... You need to scream it to the freaking hills. Like, you need to tell everyone because you need to start believing it and everyone around you, regardless of whether they believe it or not, you've got to believe it. And if you can start telling people, then you'll get it done. Ned's Milk Run, Ned's Chockey Milk, Ned's Ice Coffee. Over the, the Ice Coffee, it's unbelievable. In Woolies now, supporting homeless charity Mobilise. Well done, mate. We had a quick pitch for you as well before you left because you are you're becoming a baron here. You're doing Chockey Milk. The mul- with the mullet and everything. My yeah. son's got a mullet and plenty yeah. of tats and stuff. But um, Ned's heads, why not barbering? Why don't you go in the barbershop? <laughs> But Ned, so no matter Everybody, what you come in with, even you if you're bald, out. somehow you will leave with a mullet. We'll put extensions on. Mullet we'll only. Love it. Yeah. All right. uh, let's, tra- uh, let's trademark that now. Yes. Actually yeah. tastes good. It's bloody good. Yeah. Oh, it's terrific. Mm. Yeah. Tastes good. Does good. Delicious. That's the and I'm not just saying that because you're standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Get around. Hey, thanks, Ned. Thanks, thanks for coming in, Appreciate mate. you guys. Cheers. Keep doing good work, brother. Triple M Breakfast. Of course, we're in the off-season of footy, NRL, etc. but I saw a little interview yesterday with Toby Sexton on Channel 9 last night. Um, former Gold Coast Titans halfback for a couple of years. Bulldogs he went to last year. Only played half a dozen games, but he went all right. He'll be one of the stars next year. So I see Channel 9 tracked him down, and he started telling a story about his dad. Have a listen to this. It was life and death, to be honest, and for a moment there, we we didn't really know whether he was going to survive or not. Oh, right. Lord. Yeah, his name, dad's name's Tony. So, Tony and Toby. Tony and Toby. Uh, was that a stupid. typo? Oh, no, I wanted That's another stupid. Tony. Yeah. Not <laughs> a Tony. Anyway, um, so his dad works in property maintenance, I think, down the coast or here in... I oh, actually grew up in Sunnybank, so around Brizzy somewhere yeah, here. Yeah, okay. My, hey, Tony, if you're listening right now, sorry about that Toby being a silly name, it's not. Um, <laughs> there he was working away, doing a bit of property maintenance and... Tony, who runs a garden maintenance business, lost his footing while holding a chainsaw. Our last job of the day, and they were out the back of the ring, and they got three quarters of the way through a hedge, and he kind of slipped on his platform. There was nothing dangerous, and went back and cut himself with the chainsaw, and cut through his arm, and cut through a vein and an artery, oh. and lost heaps of blood. You with me? Whole arm gone, like cut through. It sounds like it was just... ha- hanging. Tony, one triple three five three. If you're there, son. Um, yeah. Yeah, it didn't sound good. But there's good news. Toby's brother oh. 
training to be an Ambo. My little brother was working with Dad that day. He's a second year studying paramedics and oh. he managed to save his life. There was Oki straps there. Oh, That'll do, mate. That's why I bring it up. What so do you do with the Oki straps? Tourniquet, I guess. Oh, wrap it around. So round, around, 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 hook them together, right? Yeah, Is that what you do? I guess so. I don't know. I guess that's fair. Chainsaws are generally okay. Chainsaws at height, I notice I said on his platform. That's when things get a little bit I noticed he said it was there were some safe work practices that indicates to me there may not have been, but that's okay. Well, I want to focus is on the all, hockey strap. How's he ended up? The dad. Is, is, is he oh, okay? No, he's all fine, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because the brother said, the hockey strap saved it his saved life. His that's life. the point of the whole story. And I just want to point out, Hockey straps overlooked because a lot of people are going to cable ties and, you know, wiring things up, etc. Ratchet straps. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at me, ratchet strap. No, I'll <laughs> use some rope. No, Oggies, I know it's a couple of people lost a lot of eye I was going to say, they're normally pretty dangerous. Yeah, they you get a bad rap. What's it a couple of eyes? Because you. they're highly functional. You think about the things. Have you ever worn one as a belt? I've it's seen people. Bloody I've terrific. heard you talk about using yeah. it as a belt before. It's, it's the perfect size yeah. for a belt. It's lots of uses. You know, what, you know what else is the perfect size for a belt? A belt. A belt. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, sometimes you haven't got a belt on you. Uh, there's a lot of other things that hockey straps, like holding the um, – the. did you see me mowing last week out at that place? At, holding uh, the catcher up. Holding the – what do you call that? The flap. The flap up. The catcher flap. They're incredible. Let's, let's herald. Let's acknowledge – Hockey straps right here. Oh, we'll go to the news first. One triple three five three. Give us a yell. What you've used an hockey strap for? I reckon you'll probably get more calls well, on what damage has an hockey strap done because I'll those things that. are vicious. We'll take, we'll take both hockey strap stories, good and bad, and then we'll weigh it up and yeah, work out if we should ban them or not. Triple M breakfast. Possible morning shower today. The Bureau reckons only one mil about top of 26. 26 tomorrow. Doesn't look like any rain for the weekend. 28 on Sunday. Light easterlies. Got to get... <laughs> thank you, Windman. Got to get to your traffic and your headlines after this. But um, we wanted to address something. We received a burner phone overnight. Text us anytime. 0484101045 from a mum. Well, this was actually... End, this was actually not on the burner phone, Dan. Remember when we opened up the line for the Broncos hotline? Like, when you're watching the grand final, call us and tell us how excited you are about the game. Yes. This has been left on our voicemail. We had a mum ring in. Hey. She's obviously at a wit's end with her kids and she's now threatening Santa Claus because Christmas is right around the corner and you know Santa knows if you've been naughty or nice and so she's obviously had enough of her children's behaviour that she is in the frame of mind of using Santa as a threat. Wait, wait, I didn't see how the footy got into there. What is Alfie? Does she want to No, that's our hotline. So we've got two lines. One, triple, three, five, three. On the weekend after hours, it goes to a a hotline that you can leave a message on or we have the burner phone 0484101045 when yes. you can send us a text message. Yes. So Have you got the message that she left? Yeah, she's called in. We've got the audio of it. Yeah, we diverted it during the Bronx. Uh. Have a listen here. Santa, Fed up. I've got a very naughty girl here at the moment. <laughs> What's your name? Nevaeh. Nevaeh. Yeah. Now, are you going to behave yourself? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and what happens if I have to call Santa again? Yeah. <laughs> That's 
So she's rung us here at Triple M. She said, I'm going to ring Santa and, and tell him you've our... been a naughty oh, girl. No. She used our phone number she to go. She used our phone number as a threat, pretending it was Santa. And so we thought instead of the Broncos hotline now, because that's done and dusted and the Broncos lost, apologies, spoiler alert, how about we open this up? And use this actually as Santa's hotline for parents right. to ring. Right. It's giving Triple M's North Pole hotline, right, this weekend. We'll divert the phone again. It'll start at 6 p.m. We'll send it on over there across the weekend as well. So just call one triple three five three. And leave call. a voicemail. It's the only number that you need to know to call us, but it's going to go to a voicemail for the weekend. Do that. The kids are being annoying. Yeah. Pretend you're on the phone to Santa. And if they don't calm down, I'm talking to Santa right now, mate. So if you don't start... Straightening up and What's flying that? right. What's that sound? Yep, oh. I will speak to him. Yeah, okay, Santa, thank you. Yes, we'll let what, Santa one know. One more chance, okay. Yeah, that sort of gear. That's great parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Santa will the shut down the workshop. Santa. The elves will strike if mm. the kids don't start behaving all right. That's this goes direct to Santa. One triple three five three kicks in 6 p.m. tonight. Just trying all to help, aren't we? Yeah. All weekend. Triple M's North Pole Hotline. We're going to play them back on Monday here on Triple M. Otto, Margo and Dan on Triple a significant weekend. Supercars is about to lose one of its greatest ever talents. Maybe maybe its greatest superstar. There's probably Brocky, Scafe, Mark Scafe. Lounsey. Lounsey. And then this bloke. Dick Johnson. His burger is now a three-time winner. He's bowing out. He's going over to NASCARs. He hasn't been happy all year, Shane Van Gisbergen. Doesn't like the new cars. He doesn't like the Gen 3 cars. Uh, That's all right. Sorry, Gisbergen. I know that. Well, if anyone doesn't know, I did a a function one night. He wasn't happy with you. You went to the V8 Supercars launch down on the Gold Coast. I didn't know Giz wasn't his. I I thought that's just a cute nickname. We call him in here, Gizzy. I thought it was his real nickname. It doesn't make sense. His name is Gisbergen. You're a professional. You call him Gizzy. Shane took exception to that. Hey, Shane. Call me Shane. It was it was an icy evening. If you don't it mind, it was icy. <laughs> Let me tell you, icy geez. He's icy three, at the best of times. Three Bathurst championships, yeah. of course. So uh, third one this year. Three supercar championships. Started as an eighteen-year-old back in uh, two thousand and seven. How good he had. He, he used to drive the absolute wheels off things. He may not win. The Kostecki's about what three hundred points ahead or something. Other no, one hundred ninety points ahead. I think Kostecki. Um, I just wanted to say. He's bloody good. He's bloody good. I mean, what V8 supercar driver goes over to NASCAR, jump, jumps in a car for the mm. very first time in ever, Chicago. and then wins and beats yeah. them at their own game that they've literally grown up doing? He's um, He did. Yeah, he's bloody tremendous. I just want to say bye-bye. Red Bull Racing jizz. no more. I think you just wanted to say jizz on the radio. One I'm going to be honest. Time. I think oh. I see through what's All going right. on here. This is not emotional. Right. This is about you being silly. Bye-bye, Shane. Wow. We happy? What, what, what races on this weekend? Oh, bloody hell. The Adelaide 500. It's the last race of the year. That's oh, what I'm talking about. Then he it. goes to NASCAR. I thought I was <laughs> bring it up. Triple M Breakfast. What's going on on the news lately? You brought us Pat Cummins talking about the winning World Cup team. Yesterday on the show, we played this, and there was like a, it sounded like a rotary phone ringing in the background. They need to clear the set before they get grabs because I'm about to play the most egregious example. Like half an hour or so, you kind of remember that we just won the World Cup and get excited all over again. So we're still buzzing. It's been awesome couple of days and, yeah, I think we'll be smiling for a fair while. It, it, well, that, was, no, that was back in Sydney, so it should have been. Well, that's what the old ringtone used to sound like and then we got all these fancy ones. Mm. Lack of professionalism. Well, it got way worse last night. Friend of the show, Mark Gottlieb, was reporting on Channel 9 from Red Hill. He was talking 
Broncos. Oh, he, he got some footage of Herbie uh, Herbie Farnworth still training with the Broncos. Mm. Isn't he going to Redcliffe? Yeah, but that's what the footage. That's why it was such an unusual story. He's still there. Bizarre, right? <laughs> Kevy Walters. No, not Kevy. Uh, Billy. There are a few players just trying to get rid of summer put off. Mm. Now, Mark, yeah. well, you know you listen. Good morning, mate. Does You've he? Got to clear the bloody set. I don't know. Maybe get, what do they use at the airport to get rid of birds? Hawk. A hawk. Get a hawk, mate, because this is ridiculous. The Broncos returned to pre-season training today and there was an unexpected arrival at Red Hill. Mark Gottlieb is at Broncos HQ with the exclusive details. Mark, you spotted a familiar face there today. What? That sounds like Mardo when he's at Morton doing the show <laughs> with the curlews <laughs> and the Bear dogs birds. in the background. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Hey, we were listening to the news yesterday and there's a lot of talk about uh, transport and truck drivers, transport workers, truck drivers, having a bit of a convoy on Saturday. And we said, what is this all about? So there's only one place we go we want to know about the Transport Workers Union. Jared Abbott, good morning, mate. Good morning. Thanks for hanging us on. Right, Saturday. What's what's happening? Uh, so we've got hundreds of trucks in Brisbane that we're going to be um, doing a bit of a convoy um, around the Brisbane area um, and joining trucks from uh, every state in Australia, including a huge uh, contingent of vehicles that will be going to Canberra, going to Parliament. And we're basically calling on the government to pass legislation for transport reform. So this is all around the truck crash deaths for 2020, surging to 202 lives lost um, and transport business insolvencies at a five-year high. Jared, what are you hoping to achieve out of this? What legislation do you want passed? Well, we currently have legislation that's been introduced into Parliament which sets up a division within the Fair Work Commission to deal with um, some of the the serious things that we're seeing in transport. Obviously, transport is the most dangerous industry in Australia, as you've talked about. Uh, We get um, hundreds of truck driver deaths every year. Um, This is is legislation that's being supported not just by the unions, but also by trucking companies, by major companies, by small companies, by owner drivers, by gig workers, by the trucking lobby, the industry at whole. It's tied up with um, a lot of the other legislation changes happening in employment law, which is um, seems to be what's holding it back Jared, a bit. But Jared, can I jump in? Uh, can you yep. give us some specifics? What, what are you, what's the specific problems? You know, you got, you two, you got two children of truck drivers in this studio and, uh, and what's the problem? So the problem is, is that the industry is basically suffering a race to the bottom because the large clients are continually competing for lowest price rather than... Uh, okay, the so the margins service. margins aren't there and you want to create... Well, that's why companies are going broke. A hundred percent. It's um, it's about protecting uh, companies too. We we what we see is these these large multinational companies, um, these big companies like Audi that basically they want the job done cheap so they can have cheap goods for the customers. When the truck drivers are the ones that are suffering yeah. that, and often you know the small fleet operators, the mum and dad businesses too. These are the guys that can't afford to maintain their trucks that that are having to fudge their hours, yeah. that are driving excessive hours, and we've got to do something about it. We've got to set a floor that actually says this is how much it costs to do the job safely and we're not going to go below that. Hey, listen, so what about if I'm driving around in my truck right now this morning, what, what, do I, what can I do? How do can I get I, on board? Do you want me to get involved? We're going to be having a convoy. Um, uh, it's, it's not the first convoy we've done. We've been getting more and more trucks show out every single time we do this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be starting in Dara. Um, we'll be meeting about 7 o'clock. Um, in the morning on Saturday morning and then um, heading down into central Brisbane. 
if people want to be involved, jump on our Facebook page, TWUQLD, Facebook-TWUQLD, and you'll see the information there to register. We can send you the convoy routes. All you got to do is come along and join the convoy and, um, and basically show that this is something everyone wants. Yeah, really important. Jared Abbott, TWU. Now, is this your official title, Jared, Director of Organising? That's correct. That's yep. correct. Director oh, of organising, oh, TWU, Jared Abbott. What is that? Oh, wait, 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 stop. What does Straight, that mean? simple to the no, point. He's the man in Director charge. Director of organising what? Like He's organising stuff. Birthday party. Yeah, we organise everything. Yeah. <laughs> organising anything and everything. <laughs> what do you I, need, Marto? Oh, I want a piss up. Can you organise that, Jared? Jared Abbott, Director I'm of organising. Sure I'm sure we probably could, mate. If we've got the funds, we've got the purse. Hey, Jared, just final say here, because I've been subjected to looking at Marto wearing lycra this whole interview. Bike riders on the road, you happy with them or do you not want to share? Well, you know, I, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to get caught up in the war between drivers and um, yeah. bike riders. But what I will say is, this legislation actually protects gig delivery workers too, including bike riders. Oh, thank and you. And that's a big yeah. thing because these guys just—they face the exact same pressures. They're expected to do dangerous stuff to get the job done, and we've seen quite a lot of fatalities in that area in the well, last couple Marta's of years. has got too. a few grilled burgers to drop off after the show yes. today. I'll, He's organ- ready. I'll organise that for you, Jared. <laughs> Good on you, Jared. Awesome. Thanks, hey, thanks, mate. Good message. Jared Abbott there on 104.5 Triple M, the TWU Director of Organising.